This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. It's man talk time. We have Chris Radosha and Richard Cunningham from the run, from the radio show Man Up and Lead. Richard and Chris, welcome to the Father Matters Show. Thanks for having yes. us. Thank you. Yes. Man, it is my pleasure. Share with us a little bit about Man Up and Lead. Well, it started years ago. We, uh, I sat down with some friends, and uh, one of the things that I had noticed for quite a long time is it just never seemed to be anything for guys. Everywhere we went, it was catering, you know, if it was parenting classes, whatever, it was always catered to the women. And uh, I noticed even when my wife and I would go, if there was another guy there, you could just kind of see, oh, great, there's another woman standing up in front of me, barking orders, telling me what to do, just like my wife. And they weren't really engaged. And it was like, how do we reach that? How do we get beyond that and, and cater to the guys? I mean, times have changed. Things have, are different. But you got to get that out to the men. And so I had this idea, and it had been brewing for a while. I sat down with some friends, and uh, for a few years, it just kind of floundered. Every once in a while, we'd flare up, but we never really went anywhere. And last year in February, uh, I went and pitched the idea to uh, a local station. They loved it. Um, had to work out the funding sources and all that kind of fun stuff that you have to do. And uh, in, in the meantime, unfortunately, the, the guys that had sat with me weren't able to do so. Um, my wife had gone to Vegas. Uh, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Stays so I don't there, question yeah. it. About that? I don't question it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she went with several ladies she works with and had met Richard. And uh, she goes, hey, I really think this guy would work. And, and he really has the same kind of mission and thought process. So I'm like, let's go for it. And... Lo and behold, we got the funding taken care of, and uh, last September we hit the airwaves. Man up and lead. How? Wh- where is man up and lead? How do we? How do we hear? Where do we hear man up and lead? Well, man up and lead. You can go. We we've made a little shortcut. Everything's internet based, of course. Yes. So the little shortcut is www.mual.org. That'll take you right to the Double White Network internet radio station that we're at, and that'll take you to our. Our landing page there, you can see our previous shows. You can click on any of those and hear them on demand at any time. And, of course, we're on uh, Monday nights uh-huh. live at 6 p.m. as well. So how did you come into the picture, Richard? Well, it is interesting. You know, I don't, I don't believe in coincidence. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm faith-based myself, and, mm-hmm. and as Chris is, and, and I don't believe in coincidence. I believe in providence. And it's kind of interesting that uh, I would go to Las Vegas, where I came from Las Vegas when I moved to Casa Grande. And um, it's kind of interesting that I would go there for a, an active parenting training. It's trainer of trainer, mm-hmm. training of trainers is what it was. And uh, lo and behold, we were in the, in the large group. There were probably 30 people in attendance taught by the, the person that actually made the entire material and uh, Dr. Michael Popkin. And it's just very common sense stuff, you know, for parenting. So here we are sitting in a group. We're making introductions. Uh, we have people from Colorado, people from Arkansas. And then 
I go through and say, well, I'm from Casa Grande, Arizona, and I, the, I get a funny look from this group of ladies next to me, and then all of a sudden, oh, I'm, from, I'm from Glendale, I'm from Phoenix, I'm from Gilbert, I'm from Mesa. And, and it's like, wow, that's really weird. And pretty soon this lady next to me that, um, that acts just kind of like Chris does, and now I know why, um, says, we need to talk afterwards. Well, that was Janelle Bradosha, Chris's wife. So, you know, Providence, I, I believe in that. I believe God brought us together. So, and, and I like, Chris, what you said earlier. You said this was a parenting class. It was uh, uh, women-led. Yep. Trying to, you know, because when you said that, when I started Father Matters back in 97, I, I started it because I was going through a lot of the drama. I had my son, Nathan, at age 22. Five years later, I started Father Matters. But that was because um, when I was going through all the court-ordered classes, parenting classes, they were being led by women most most of the time. And this one teacher, her name was Susan. She said, Vance, you've been in this class for four to five weeks and you have not said anything. And I looked her right in her face and I said, no disrespect to you at all. But how can you teach me how to be a father to my son and you've been a girl all your life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I, I, sitting in those classes, I would ask questions. And the teacher would get this this strange look on her face and then go, why would you ask that? Because this is the way guys think, and these are the questions right. we have. Right. And so we need answers to that. Yeah. And they couldn't give them. And again, just like you know, it's their thought process is different than ours. Absolutely. And so the class has been written and catered to women, and there's nothing wrong with that. But where is that conversion? Where is that thought and time process that focuses on men? Well, and then like you also say, when you do go into a parenting class, you look around, you may see two, maybe four other dads. As the weeks go on, if it's a weekly class, that four turns to three, the three turns down to one. Yeah. You know, yep. it's kind of like, well, if that guy's not coming. I'm not going to come anymore. Right. It you know? down. Yeah. You know, and I got to tell you, too, Chris and I, you know, we think we think big because we have a big God. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting on the way on the way here this morning, I uh, I saw a sign that says for Phoenix, Women's Expo. We want to see a sign someday that says Men's Expo. Why not? Yeah. Well, well, I, I wish I would have met you guys last year. Last year, we did have Father Fest 2014. It was Father oh. Fest 2014, Black Hawk Down. We had it at the River of Life Church. It was, it was awesome. It was powerful. Nice. And we're in the process of putting Father Fest 2015 together, which we will have in October of this year. But, but you're right. And also with church as well, you know, a lot of churches are catered to women and children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you get the father to come to church, most likely you will get the whole family. Right. Yes. Yep. You know, we've uh, we've got to make sermons, not so much man directed, but, you know, we're not all this touchy, touchy, feely, feely stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so also, you know, we was talking about, well, I saw on your website, you go father's impact on can impact grades. This is what I want to hear because you guys wrote this. Father involvement in schools is associated with the higher likelihood of a student getting mostly A's. This was true for fathers in biological parent families, stepfathers, and for fathers heading single parent families. Why is that? In talking to the teachers, Mm -hmm. well, you had uh, folks from Casa Grande. Mm -hmm. uh, They came in, and it's just, it's the desire and it's strange because you'd think the desire would be to please either parent, but they see a stronger desire for them to please fathers. And I think part of it, too, is though it's the fathers tend to be the disciplinary. So if the kid's at home and he's not 
performing and it's just a mom's family, I think the moms shrug their shoulders at it a little bit more. And, you know, whereas dads, it's no, you need to turn around and be making the effort. You know, for my kids, I don't, the A's isn't what it is. I want to see the effort. And if the effort's being put in, then you're doing the best you can absolutely do. Not a problem. And if we need to get tutors or whatever, or what do we need to do to help as, as much as we can? But I think it's just that desire and knowing that, hey, if I don't step up to the plate, uh, dad's going to be coming down with some consequences. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, in I think for generations, dads have been a little bit harsher doling out the consequences than moms. So the kids are somewhat afraid of that. Um, but And that's what I've always pointed to, too, is you should never make the consequences for something to the point where they're afraid of the father. Right. Make them, af- uh, not say very, but scared of the consequence. It's got to be something powerful enough to get them to stop, think about what they're doing, yes. and make that choice. And if the consequence fits that bill, then I think you're doing that, the right object. Just don't make it so severe because we did a, a show on discipline versus punishment. You know, discipline is really to teach versus the punishment is an everlasting memory that child has that really ends up scarring them. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to go to that level. And as long as you can keep it to that point, the child won't be scared of you, but they're going to, it gives them that stopping moment to halt and not just move forward. And I think it works with the grades as well. Well, because what I love about that, and then I'm going to get you, Rich, because it has hit me. A couple of weeks ago, uh, report cards came out, and one of my daughters, the teacher, emailed me, and she said, Shayla was so excited when I told her I was going to email you to let you know about her progress. You know, like my daughter was like, it made a big deal that her teacher was going to email her dad, and when and, and then her teacher, Mrs. Angel, showed her the email that I responded back to her. So you're, you're right about that. What were you going to say? You know, that, I was going to say that. Now, I work in a high school district in Casa Grande, and it's interesting. I see, uh, I work with parents and, and students all day long. That's, that's what I do. Uh, what I've noticed is, i got to back up a minute. You know, you know when you're take on your, a, take a your fo- time. football players, you know, when, football players, will, when, they, when they wave, what do they normally say? Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. Say, Hi, Dad. Yep. But that's kind of a fun thing. They already know Dad's involved in sports. It's interesting from a high school perspective, and I'm sure this is the way it is in the elementary and middle school as well. From a high school perspective, when they're in trouble, they want me to call Mom. When it's a praise item, wow. they want me to talk to Dad. Isn't that interesting? In you know, high school. In yeah. high school. And, and it's interesting how, how we do that. A, a few weeks ago, you know, our whole month, uh, we do themed months uh, on the radio show. Last, uh, this month still, in March, we had the importance of dad's involvement in the family. And so we broke it out in the, you know, the, the school system and some other areas of family as well. Well, we had a principal of a high school. We also had a counselor from a high school come in and talk about how important it is to get dads involved. And unfortunately, from a high school perspective, it's hard to get dad to come in to be involved. But it's easy when they, as I said, when they get the praise, they want to go to dad. When they're in trouble, they want to go to mom. So, and that kind of supports what Chris was saying as well that we've noticed is it seems like dad's consequences may be a little more harsher from a perspective of the view of the child, but so they want to go to mom. But the praise, they want dad. And so that's what we're trying to do is encourage the dad's involvement because the kids strive for that. And, and how do you relate that? How do you relate that to the Bible? What, what is our goal? To please who? To please 
our father. That's right. Yeah, and so it, it's a pattern. It's kind of cool how that works. Well, and I've noticed going to my son's IEPs and, and making sure I'm involved with the teachers, it helps me understand what's going on. You know, and it's just your wife coming to and from. It makes it a little bit difficult because she's the only one actively there, and then I inevitably have questions. And so I found it very beneficial from my perspective to go to those IEP meetings, have those discussions, ask my questions from my perspective, get those answered as best we can, and be a part of developing the overall plan. That's powerful. Now, what I want to do, we're about to go into the commercial break, but I want to set this up because when we get back, I want you guys to share the dad cave. You're listening to The Father Matters Show with Vance Sims. And today's guests are Chris Radosha and Richard Cunningham from the radio show Man Up and Lead. We'll be back after this message. Anybody want to fall in love tonight? Hey, Father Matters Show family. Will you show us some love? We want the Father Matters Show to be your community and family resource program by providing you right now answers for right now issues. Become a Father Matters Show champion by liking Father Matters on Facebook. If you miss us Saturday night, log on to blogtalkradio.com, soundcloud.com, or fathermatters.org and share the Father Matters Show with your friends and family. Thank you. Are you in need of family law legal services? Contact fathermatters.org. Our purpose is to provide free legal assistance services to fathers and their families. Remember, you have the right to see your children, and no parent can take that right away from you. Being responsible financially for your children is required by law, but even parents without financial means have the right to see their children. Don't let a legal matter stop you from being an excellent and involved parent. For more information about free family law legal services, log on to fathermatters.org. That's fathermatters.org. And we're back with Chris Radosha and Richard Cunningham with the radio show Man Up and Lead. If you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also catch the Father Matters show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. On your website, guys, I love this. You say, we are here to give you ideas on how to change the perception of what is manly. Unpack that a little bit. Well, uh, I think quite often... um it's been the old man card. The old man card was uh, you were to be the tough guy. You were going to take the kid out behind the woodshed, t- teach him how to defend himself, uh, strictly by, obviously, physical force. Yeah. Um, nowadays, you kind of need to back that down a little. I mean, you obviously want your son to be able to stand up for himself, but at the same time, we've got to give him other tools. And I think that's just kind of a change of perception and, and kind of being in the involvement, you know, coming to the IEP meetings, things like that. It's always been kind of, and I hate to use the term, but woman's work. Um, you know, it's, and it seems like you're stuck back in the, you know, the 40s and 50s where, hey, these are the women's jobs, you go do it. But I think it really requires us to step up at this point and realize, hey, you know what? There is a reason that this works, and there's a reason we need to be there. Like I said, you know, the things that I learn at the IEP meetings by being involved, uh, the 
concessions or the alterations that they need to make for my son to turn around and go through things, it's pretty large. And I didn't always understand some of the terminology they use and what they're doing. And so I sit there and read the report at home and I'm like, okay, this is Greek to me. Mm -hmm. This isn't, you know, I'm not from the education world. This isn't going to be. But when I'm in there and I ask those questions, I, I get a better understanding. Well, that helps me know how to work with him at home. And I, and I know, okay, well, no, this is part of what his IEP is. We need to stop here. We need to move forward. You know, I was always a firm believer. You got homework, you need to finish it top to bottom. Well, unfortunately, with his challenges, he can't necessarily do that for that many hours because it takes him longer to do things than others. Mm -hmm. So they've got, you know, a mastery clause in there. Well, okay, I've got to do enough to make sure sufficiently he's got mastery of it. And then it might be time to move on before he turns around and has a meltdown. And so for me, changing that is kind of changing, you know, um, if you were to help out around the house. You know, I mean, my wife works too, so would it really be fair for her to come home, take care of all the laundry, the cooking, right, the cleaning, right. and after she's putting in those hours? And, you know, typically the joke's always been, oh, I'm taking your man card away. Um, well, you know what? Stepping up and helping out the family where it's needed, being there, showing people, hey, this is a leader of your household. That's I'm right. going to step in and do whatever. Um, there's a great graphic that uh, I use on this intro um, at work when, when we're meeting new employees. And it, it turns around and shows a boss who's sitting at a desk, and there's the people pulling the desk with a rope. And then there's the leader. The desk is still sitting on the pedestal, but the leader's in front of them helping out. There you go. It's lead by example. And if you want your kids, your kids are going to emulate you. So if you're that person sitting there on the couch drinking a beer, watching TV while your wife's running around in circles, where your son's going to look at that and say, that's how I should be. And your daughter's going to look at that and say, okay, that's what you should accept. Well, I by no means want some lazy guy sitting there doing nothing, sitting there being that that person for my kids. So I can't be that person. Well, and that's right. And, and like at our, at our workshops, when we do our man talk workshops, I, I tell men, you can't expect your wife and for a lot of guys, your girlfriend to come home. She worked all day like you. Now she's got to help with homework, do dinner, put the kids down for, for bed, maybe check her emails for work and then get to bed at 10, 11 o'clock at night. And now we want to roll over and look at her and be, oh, hey, honey, uh, you want to do it? <laughs> you know, yeah. most likely it's going to be no. Yeah. You know, we got we got to step up, stay up and show up. How about when she comes home, if she's helping the kids with the homework, you're doing baths. When she's or she's doing baths, if she cooked dinner, you do the dishes. You know, it's nothing wrong with that at all. And we need to be able to unzip our hearts and get real and share that with each other. Richard? Yep. Yeah, I agree. You know, and, and God God made by intentional design a helpmate. He didn't make a slave. That's right. And that's what I like that. What would you say? Uh, sh- shape up? Step up, stay up, and show up. I like that. That's good. Because you do. You need to show up as a man in your house. You need to. Now, now the, the one thing that we don't do. So man up and lead does not mean that you neglect anyone else. And that's why, as Chris said, we're, we're turning the man card around. We offer what we call a real man card, which is it's okay to help around the house. It's okay to be a co-parent, not have your wife be the only parent. It's okay to do this and, and get out of that stigma of uh, a man. That's all he does is he walks in front of his wife and she's behind him. Well, uh, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, and you, and you think about it, you know, Everybody wants to come home and have that time. And, and times often you'd come home from work, you want to sit down and have that relaxation time. Well, your wife's going to want the same thing. So as you said, you know, okay, fine. Uh, whoever, you know, I get to work from home a couple of days a week. 
And during those days, usually then I'm there when they come home, and I can turn around and start out helping with homework. Yes. And usually I can throw something on to turn around and start dinner on those days. So then the other days, you know, it's it's back and forth, you know. Uh, last night was we had our show, so I was on the show. My wife was helping with homework and doing the dinner thing and, and having to, to take our son to his, his baseball mm-hmm. practice. You know, other nights I'm the one juggling it around. Last week, you know, there were three nights where she had to work late, so I'm taking the kids back and forth That's and right. doing it. It's just, it's a team effort, you know? I mean, when when you get married, it's you're uniting two into one. It's not uniting it into three quarters and a quarter, you know, where you know, you're a bigger and badder. It's you're uniting into one, and that's right. a team effort. And, and I share a lot. A lot of us who, who are married, we're just two married people living at the same place, you know, going separate directions. The 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 wife might have her dreams and goals and things she's got to do and the husband has his dreams and goals. And then when we see each other as men, we go, Hey, how you doing? Oh, everything is great. How are you doing, Bob? And you don't know that this guy's been sleeping on the couch for the last two weeks because either she doesn't want to sleep in the bed with him or vice versa. And these are the type of things that we as men got to really start getting real with and start getting raw with. We only got a few minutes left, but I want to talk about the dad cave. Can you share a little bit about that? Well, dad cave started because uh, some of our funding we were able to get through uh, grants, and it basically is really helping to target with uh, first things first. Um, we started a program where we would come in and targets that zero to five age group. So dads would bring in their children. We'd have a lot of different play spots set up to really get the dads interacting with the children. We want to start at as an early age as possible, fostering that communication to and from dad, getting down on their level and play. Uh, quite often, I know when I was growing up, my dad was there. I mean, he was in the military for a while, so he'd be gone for months at a time. But when he was there, he was involved. And that's what we want to start seeing. I think that element kind of has been removed from a lot of households where dads don't do that as much anymore. Uh, I've even caught myself during times Mm -hmm. not doing it as much as I should. Uh, So it's time to step up. So we started this as a a program to get dads down there, appropriate play. Some of them have a little almost like science Mm -hmm. to them. Others are just creating pictures with their children, reading, having them on your lap, reading, uh, using this kinetic sand with uh, different shapes and things that they need to turn around and look at and and they can match up on pictures and all age appropriate for that zero to five age range, but just really starting to foster it from day one because if you get it there – and for those years, they're really attached to that. You can start carrying it in elementary, junior high, and high school. And, and truth be told, that high school range and, and change it into puberty, you're going to need that communication to have been established already. If you wait until then and when they're little and all, it's never going to happen. And, wow. that's the real, and that's the real key. That, that just brings the communication together. And Chris has coined this on several occasions on a radio show just to say that it, it gives you an opportunity to to be with your child on a basis where if you just go see a movie, sure, you can talk about the movie afterwards. But if you're sitting down there playing in the sand, talking about why are you digging it this way versus that way, you know, then, then you can really communicate that and that continues that communication forward. So, and it's, it's mainly the dad cave is for dads with children zero to five. Correct. Yeah. It really targets there. Now we've got another uh, coming up here in May. We're actually doing one for uh, teen dads that are going, going to be dad or Uh have recently been dads uh, just to talk about discipline, you know, uh, parenting styles so that we can turn around, hopefully get them started on the right foot rather than, you know, maybe emulating just what they know, which typically nowadays, 
nowadays, uh, a lot of those things in the younger ages that used to be done would be considered child abuse. So hopefully we can catch them off at the pass. Well, where can our listeners go to tune into Man Up and Lead? And how can they get in contact with you? Just where can they go? What's going on? All One right. more time. Well, you can start out. Uh, our landing page is yes. www.mual.org. That gets the landing page for all the shows. Okay. About midway down on the right-hand side, you'll be able to turn around and click on the previous shows. Uh, we have manupandlead.org, which is our site itself. So you've got that there. Uh, if you want to email us, uh, chris at manupandlead.org or richard at manupandlead.org. And the last way is uh, search for us on Facebook. If you do it at manupandlead.org, uh, community. There's an old okay. page out there that we're trying to retire. Yeah. People still sign up for it, but look for the community page. Chris and Richard, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate you guys being here. Thank you. And thank you for listening to the Father Matters show. Send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. See you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you and God bless.